Welcome to episode 64 of the CSUSB Advising Podcast. My name is Matt Markin, an academic advisor here at Cal State San Bernardino. And at the recording of this episode, we have just started the fall 2023 semester. But like the last episode, whenever you happen to be listening to this, there is definitely great information to learn. So let's welcome our guest today, and that's Corey Bernadsky, one of our amazing transfer and graduation counselors in the office of the registrar. Corey, welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, it's great for you to be here. And can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey uh, through CSUSB? Yeah, so I work in Office of the Registrar as a transfer a transfer and graduation counselor. My specialty is community college outreach. Uh, the reason for that is because transfer uh, numbers are a little low nationwide, so I'm here to help in that process. I was a transfer student myself, so I started at JV College, transferred to Cal State Fullerton, and then I've completed my uh, master's degree here at CSUSB. Nice. And when I think of the Office of the Registrar, there are so many things that your office does, you know. So can you talk about what are the different areas within OTR, the Office of the Registrar, and maybe why a student uh, would contact your office? Of course. Yeah, we cover a a wide range of things, like you said, forms, um, processes, registration. Uh, The main areas are registration, records, and evaluations. So these are the areas that cover uh, from before a student starts, so with the evaluation, before they're officially a student, before you're attending orientation, we're helping you out with that. And then through your whole process as a student, uh, we're monitoring graduation. And then upon graduation, we post that. Also after, if you ever need transcripts or anything from CSUSB, you would order those from our office. So basically a student from before they start until during the time they're here and even afterwards, they might be reaching out to to your office. Yes, exactly. And so like I was saying earlier, we just started the the fall semester uh, for fall 2023. So if a student's listening to this right now, let's say, you know, at the very beginning of the fall semester, can you talk about if a student can still add a class? Can they drop a class? What should a student be aware of? Of course, that main deadline date that we have is census date. So I hope all students have heard of it, uh, at least to know, to call us and ask when is census date. Uh, but uh, for the fall 2023 semester, that is September 21st. So keep that in mind. Census date is the last day to add a class with permission and then the last day to drop a class. Uh, dropping can happen anytime up until census student can go on their own. And then after the first week of classes is over, so beginning the second week, is when a student needs to request permission. And we have an online process called permission request. And that one seems like a pretty uh, straightforward process that you would kind of, you have even how-to guides on your website that a student can follow step-by-step, screenshot-by-screenshot as well, correct? Yes, exactly. So Office of the Registrar, we have a specific tutorials page, uh, things like registration, how to waitlist, making sure you check that box to add to the waitlist if a class is full, uh, permission request, change of major, all of those. Yeah. And I think that's a great segue into the next question is about change of major. So we have students that maybe start at CSUSB and they're in one major. And then at some point they realize, you know what, maybe I want to change my major. So I guess the question could be, can a student change their major and how do they? 
Yeah, of course. Students can make uh, request that change of major. Hopefully they are seeing an advisor just to make sure, walk through those options, how long it would take, if it affects the timeline at CSUSB. But that official change is requested through the change of major minor form. So that goes along with if you plan on taking a, ma a minor, uh, make sure to do that as soon as possible. So it goes onto the pause report and your student record is accurate. Yeah, an excellent point. So make sure to check with an, an academic advisor. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just ensure everything <laughs> looks good. You know, get you know, get get a little bit of you know information from your advisor, some suggestions, and see if maybe that is a good choice to change the major or even to uh, change or add a minor. Now, another question we get uh, with students is about you know, can you know, if I'm a student at CSUSB, can I take classes elsewhere and maybe have those classes transfer back? Um, what would be your answer? Uh, students can take classes. Um, typically, students are taking it at classes at a community college, a California community college nearby. Um, if it's an online class, um, a class that happens to be offered online, you could do that as well. And the process is called concurrent enrollment. So that's when a student is looking to take a class elsewhere. And then we do have a form online for that. So student can request that. And then it's reviewed by a a transfer graduation counselor, such as myself, a TGC, just to make sure that you need that class. You know then you write the correct intention of how you want to take that class. You want to take your political science um, or a major course, a major class. And a key note there is that uh, community college classes can come over for lower division. So that's 1,000 or 2,000 level classes. And I think a great time to students usually ask is, you know, can I do it during summer um, or even, you know, if they want to try to take it during the same time during a, a semester. So it is key that the student does need to fill out that concurrent enrollment form. Yeah, we, yeah. we want students to fill that out just so they're aware that that class will come over as planned. We don't want any student to take a class you've repeated here at CSUSB uh, that you've already taken here. And we want to make sure that you're getting the class that you need out of that. And summer is a great time to do so, uh, not during the regular academic semester where you have your other course load to worry about, and you can um, take one or two classes over summer. All right, excellent points. Um, another question we get to is, you know, regarding the pause report. So that's um, the program advising worksheet for students. So if a student has a question about their pause, of course, you know, they may meet with their academic advisor, but maybe they have a question of like, I thought I took a class at, at my previous school and I don't see it on my pause or it's not where I thought it would show up as far as meeting a requirement. Are they able to reach out to your office for that? Yeah, of course. We have our, um, uh, we have TGCs on duty every day of the week, all open hours. So if you have any questions, give us a call. Um, we negotiate our, our lunches and everything. So at any time someone is um, able to call our office and get some help uh, or come into our office as well. So same thing with phones, email, um, in-person is open to any student anytime. Nice. And from your standpoint, like uh, why is reviewing the pause report in like, why is that important uh, for students? That's what you need to follow to graduate. So uh, that's what we're reviewing with the when you get your grad check, uh, that we've reviewed your grad check. That's what we're looking at. That's what students should be looking at before you register. So you know 
what to look for, um, check for prerequisites. And then also after you register, you want to run another pause report just to make sure if those classes are going in those areas. Uh, students can check the electives area. Maybe something got moved to electives that you didn't think would go into electives. So that's uh, why we suggest, and it's, it's always good to run the pause report before and after. Nice. And ultimately, that's what you're looking at to say, hey, this student has graduated. They can, they can get their degree. Exactly. And um, probably leading into some of the other questions um, with graduation, that means you're done with all classes. So that means the pause report is completed and you're, you'll get your diploma in the mail after our process has ended at the end of the term. Um, so that's why you want to make sure that everything's looking correct. Uh, if there's a class that's supposed to go, let's say your concentration electives or your major electives that didn't get moved into there, you can reach out to your department chair for a course substitution or um, an advisor. You all help with that too. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a great point that you were mentioning in terms of um, you know, running that pause report because once you register for classes, you can run that pause report and then automatically see, okay, here's where everything I just registered for, here's where it matches up. So if something looks questionable, hey, I can reach out to my advisor, I can reach out to the office of the registrar and, you know, inquire about that question. Exactly. Yeah. And sooner the better. Um, instead of scrambling last minute, you know, we're all, our offices are all open throughout summer too. That's kind of a a myth that we close during summer. We're all here. <laughs> Maybe like middle schools, high schools might close yeah. during summer, but we're open. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Every month. Yes. Yeah. And so we also have students that may, you know, maybe they didn't do well in a class and they've repeated the class and, you know, hopefully did better the second time around. And so students then hear about, hey, there's something called grade forgiveness. What is grade forgiveness and how does a student um, know if they qualify for it? Yeah, so students can uh, repeat a class at the same institution. So um, unfortunately, if you transferred, let's say your political science, we'll use that again, and you uh, repeat at CSUSB, that's not eligible. But what classes that are eligible for grade forgiveness are classes, your first attempt was here at CSUSB and your second attempt. Um, the first attempt, if it was anything lower than a C, so C minus to an F, grade that you uh, student can repeat the class and then the grade forgiveness is a process where it takes over it, it removes the first attempt completely so students who end up filing that will see hopefully a little boost in the GPA yeah absolutely well Corey this is a lot of great information that that you've given I appreciate it uh, thank you so much for being on the podcast today of course thank you. Hey!